Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown to Greensburg. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future in Decatur County. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. Good morning. You're listening to the Kendall and Casey show on 93 WIBC and joining me is CEO of Emma's Communications. It is Jeff Smullyan. Thanks for coming in today. I am delighted to be here, Casey. I worked for you for about six months. Yep. I know it's not that long. <laughs> not that long. Not that um, long. Um, so I wanted to talk with you about the new book that you have out and it's called Never Ride a Roller Coaster Upside Down. Right. And it's a 299 page book, part business manual, part memoir. The book is about your life, your victories, uh, what you call bitter failures and some of your adventures. Adventures. Yeah, the book was written at the behest sort of my daughter. I would drive my daughter to school every day from kindergarten uh, until she fired me when she got her driver's license. <laughs> and we just talk about life. Yeah. Um, and I'm sort of a big lesson guy. And so I say, here's what I learned here. Here's what I learned there. And one day she said, Dad, you got to write this down. Nobody ever believed these stories. Mm-hmm. So uh, when COVID came, I just started writing and sent it to a couple friends. And they said, you know, you really got a book here. Mm-hmm. Um, very gratifying. We ended up getting an agent, uh, got a publisher, and um, it's just been a lot of fun. Okay, so in the book, yep. you seem to be influenced by your mother, right? including your usage of her adage that you've used throughout your life. In life, you just have to laugh. Right. Is that what you want people to get out of the book? Yeah, I think the, the book hopefully will provide some interesting stories, uh, hopefully funny stories. I think the most gratifying thing is people said I laughed out loud a number of times. Mm-hmm. Um, and also the lessons that I've learned. Um, I try to tell a story and say, here's what I learned from this experience. And uh, But at the end of the day, I think we've always said, um, in life, you just have to laugh. Yeah. Now, you mentioned your daughter, and right. she's the one who recommended that you write the book. Right. So I wanted to ask you, based on the fact that it was your daughter who recommended that you write the book right. and that you repeat quotes from your mother, right. what do you think your life would have been like without the women who were in it? Um, that's a great question. I have two two daughters. Mm-hmm. I love them dearly. I have a wife I love dearly. Um, I think I learned how to take direction by having the women in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I usually listen um, and do what they tell me. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody should take this advice from Jeff Simoleon. He's in the studio and we're talking about the book Never Ride a Roller Coaster Upside Down and it's available right now. Now, you mentioned that life is never a straight line. Right. So what have you learned from your, quote, bitter failures? Well, I've always said you learn the great lessons of life and adversity. Um, And I think... I've always heard the phrase, life's a roller coaster. I think some of the crazy stuff I've done meant that I was doing it upside down. <laughs> um, but what I've learned is that you you learn the great lessons of life and adversity. Um, when I was a kid, when I was younger, uh, I thought life was a straight line up, and you went from success to success to success, and that's really not true. Yeah. Uh, but I've been very fortunate. I've had an, an incredible career. Uh, made some wonderful friends, uh, done some cool things. And uh, and I think the most important thing is, you know, when you're down, uh, don't quit. 
Yeah, just keep going. Keep going. Uh, take the lessons that you learned from the failures and reapply them. Absolutely right. Okay, so the book has gotten rave reviews. David Letterman, also Andrew Luck. Yeah. Uh, they both give you five stars on it. Some of the chapters are called The Fine Line Between Idiot and Genius. Right. The Search for Shiny New Objects. How to Fix a Television or Not. Rising from the Ashes, the first time. And my favorite chapter was Best of Times, Worst of Times, right. which could almost describe what we're all living through right now. Yep. Um, and this chapter goes on to tell the story about how you set up a radio station in Hungary. So right. I was hoping that you could tell our listeners about being the first victim of Victor Orban and his regime right. and what you learned from that experience. Well, I was a U.S. ambassador uh, mm-hmm. to the International Telecommunications Union in, in 1994. Um, and it, part of that process, I met people all over the world, and we found that they were really following the American model of, of broadcasting in Eastern Europe after the fall of the Soviet Empire. So we were we were a bidder for the one of the two national licenses in Hungary. We got it. Against um, the heir t- to the Estee Lauder fortune. Yeah, well, well, you know, he actually bid on TV and didn't get it, um, and it caused some controversy. We got, um, we got one of the two national radio licenses, and we put a network on called Schlager, which meant hit radio. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was funny. When we were doing the research, um, we kept coming back, play the, the people wanted the hits of the 60s and 70s, the Beatles, the Rolling Stones, Motown. Mm-hmm. And we said, I'll never forget, I said, you got to research that again because that music was banned here. Mm-hmm. And it came back and people said it was banned, but they, they got a hold of it. And because it had been banned in the Soviet era, it mattered more to people. And so we put on Schlager. It was a monumental success. Um, one of the biggest en- enterprises MS ever had. Uh, in a country of 10 million people, I think it had four and a half million listeners a week. Wow. I'll never forget meeting with the prime minister. And he said, I listen to your morning show every day. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was really a wonderful success. And then what happened was uh, a new regime, actually at the very beginning of Orban's takeover of the government. And he basically just changed the regulations, threw out all the rules, put in his own people. Um, when we first heard that they were going to, they made us an offer and said, we want half your business um, and editorial control, we thought they were kidding. Uh, and then we found out they were doing it to both us and the other national license, which at that time was owned by an Austrian company. I'll never forget, I had a good friend, Bill Kennard, who had been chairman of the Federal Communications Commission mm-hmm. before, so I knew Bill. And Bill was the U.S. ambassador uh, to the European Union in Brussels. And I called Bill, and I said, Bill, we're being nationalized. And he said, Jeff, you can't be nationalized. They're a member of the European Union. I said, Bill, trust me, we're being nationalized. Um, and they said, no, no, no. He, you don't understand. You can't be. They're a member of the European Union. They have to follow the rules and regulations. And I said, Bill, I'm telling you. And about a week later, he called me and he said, you know, Bill, or you know, Jeff, um, uh, you're being nationalized. And I said, yeah, Bill, no, <laughs> That's what I told no you. kidding, Bill. No kidding. I know. So it was a bizarre experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, we litigated it in the courts. We won at several levels, lost at one other level. Um, I, interestingly enough, called Victor Orban Putin without oil. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of kiddingly. Uh, I didn't know until many years later that Putin actually um, 
sort of orchestrated Orban's rise to power. I never knew all that at the time. Since then, he's become sort of an international scoundrel, um, and they have been at war with the European Union forever. Uh, he nationalized the, the courts and the banking system and the rest of media. We were the first. We were his first case. So you mentioned the music that you played, the Beatles, the Rolling Stones, and Motown, and how that music was banned in Hungary. Yeah. I have to imagine that that was kind of like the sound of freedom. It was. It was absolutely the sound of freedom. I'll never forget. I talked to somebody there once, and I said, "What was what was it like?" He said, "The most interesting thing." And I never forgot this. He said, "When we were under communist regime, we looked at everything in the West as perfect." He said, "The streets were paved with gold. Everybody was healthy. Life was perfect." Mm -hmm. He said, "When freedom came, he said, you can't imagine how great it was." But we also realized people still got sick and died. Mm. You know, businesses failed and not. And 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 he said it was it was fascinating. We idealized life so much in the West that nothing could match our expectations. Mm-hmm. And yet, you know, he said once once the country was liberated, it was totally different. Yeah. After going through that experience of giving listeners in Hungary a sound of freedom, yeah. and then the radio station being nationalized, did yeah. that change your approach to broadcasting in America? Not really. Um, you know, I think their approach, we thought, we invested because we were convinced that they were going to follow the American model mm-hmm. and the American system of transparency and regulations. If you if you behave in the United States, you keep your license, you have certain standards. In Hungary, we had met those standards, mm-hmm. and then they just throughout all the rules but I think you know we we've always we always tried to be the kind of broadcasters that were involved in our communities and never really you know, there are very few licenses taken away in the United States and yeah. we certainly never had any you know any problems well you clearly have a sterling reputation among thank the you. industry here thank you. Thank it's you. Jeff Simoleon who's joining us we're talking about his new book never ride a roller coaster upside down and uh, can you stick around because I have some more questions for you based I, on your tremendous life experience uh, They may not resonate about the book, but I think it will be of interest to our listeners. I'd be delighted to. All right. It is the Kendall and Casey Show on 93 WIBC.